What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. Just uh, got through uh, dropping off uh, my wife at the church. Uh, we uh, They're doing some sort of like a little weekend uh, thing for the kids. And so my son is helping out there too, my oldest, Atticus. So it is going to be a boys-only weekend here, me and Beckett. So on the way home, I figured I would uh, do a, an episode for the podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I think it's been it's going to be a little, little bit of a fun one here. Uh, just kind of talking about uh, the excitement that this little square inch of material on certain cards can uh, can bring us. And a lot of times, I think the actual uh, the actual size a lot of times is, is really even three quarters of a square inch. So not very big. Uh, and I remember uh, the first time I started getting into this hobby and just being mesmerized by this little piece of fabric that they had uh, embedded in these cards, uh, which I just thought this is the coolest thing ever. In fact, everybody thought that. So uh, I ended up, and I've said this story many times, where I basically was trying to get every, every game used card that I could. I knew that a lot of these were, uh, were gonna be really expensive, so I stuck with the cheaper ones. Uh, and you know, so I would end up paying two, three dollars each, and I realized, hmm, I think I'm overpaying. So I ended up starting to buy them in bulk for a dollar, dollar twenty-five each, and ended up making money off of them and uh, selling, selling out everything. And then I started realizing, well, shoot, if I can buy these in bulk at a dollar or so, then I'm going to be able. Uh, to make money off them. So I, I've probably bought and sold thousands and thousands of these game use cards. Uh, and over time, maybe in the hobby, we've seen this go from like a featured piece, like, you know, you might be able to find one of these, uh, one of these relic cards in a box or something to, okay, now there's like three in a box to, you know, one or two in a blaster box or whatever. And a lot of times those aren't even really the exciting cards anymore. You know, people are looking more for the autographs or the short prints or super short prints. A lot of people look at a lot of these jersey cards and they go, eh, three quarters of a square inch of white, eh, not really all that great. So um, you have uh, these other cards that they started, of course, they, they obviously started doing more than just these uh, plain white or gray swatches, they did patches and so obviously the patches were way more uh, interesting, uh, which is really funny because a lot of these cards, not a lot of them, but there are various cards out there that will sell for way more than an entire game used jersey. We see this with the bat cards also. So like if there's a bat barrel card, there's a number of barrel cards I've seen that have uh, outsold entire game used bats in multiples. Uh, I actually showed a, uh, a chopped up game used bat that I had where I created a baseball card out of it and I'm you know using the others to make other cool pieces and everything and somebody actually said uh, you know I think it was on Facebook or something they're like man it makes me sad that you, that you actually cut up this uh, this bat this game used bat it's a shame uh, you do good work but you know it's a shame I said well you know look it's not a Babe Ruth bat it, it, there's all kinds of Canseco game used bats out there and uh, the card companies are doing it anyway and these cards that the card companies are making at least when they're doing barrel cards are going to sell for a lot more than the entire game used bats in many times in many, in many instances 
Uh, so, you know, bats are pretty similar to the patches. But for me personally, like, if I were to go for a card with a regular bat chip versus, like, a patch or something, I'm going to go for the patch myself. Um, barrel versus patch, I don't know. I, I, I really love patches, but, you know, it's, I guess it just is on a card-by-card -card basis. So, anyways, um, and then, of course, you know, the card companies started making the jumbo patches where you have them being like two, three, four times the size of the uh, of the regular size cards. And that, that allows for the card companies to show something a little more interesting where you've got like faces of mascots on logos or more recognizable pieces of sleeve patches and uh, and everything like that. So really, really kind of interesting stuff. So, and of course, a lot of, um, a lot of these pieces, they can really kind of transcend uh, you know, the desirability of what the serial number says. And we're seeing this actually with a lot of these leaf cards that are being pushed out now. So I think there's a, uh, a leaf Conseco card out that's, uh, they've, they've done, there's a lot of sideways cards. They've done uh, one of one, out of two, out of three, out of four, and out of 25 at the very least. Um, and a lot of the cards that are between the one of one and the out of four are, uh, are actually part of the Rawlings tag, which is very desirable when it comes to the Conseco cards because there's not many out there. Now, of course, there's a lot more of them now than there were you know, a year or two ago or whatever because they do continually make them and that's just kind of par for the course. That's what happens. You know, There's nothing new under the sun and they're gonna continue making these. So the knobs and barrels and everything else that, was once, that were once rare, they're gonna to continue to. But that's not to say that these cards won't be special anymore. They're still going to be wildly special. Uh, but anyway, so uh, these Conseco cards, when you, when you add up the one of one, the out of two, the out of three, and the out of four, you have 10 cards, right? I think that's what you have. Yeah. So you've got about 10 cards. Now, 10 cards have been released uh, into the wild, basically, or will be. Most of them are, have actually surfaced already that have a part of the Rawlings tag. Um, but one of them that I just saw out of four, where you have that little three quarters of a square inch spot for the Rawlings tag, instead they have a blank white jersey piece. And so a lot of these uh, Rawlings tags have gone for, frankly, way more than I thought that they would have. Um, but the, uh, the blank swatch uh, Conseco card that's out of four uh, has gone for significantly less than the others that are out of four, which uh, that goes to show you it's not about the serial number for the buyers at least. Uh, it's about the content of that little tiny window that shows the relic piece. And that's the same for me, guys. Like one of these cards, uh, I'll tell you about I th well, I think I'll probably talk about three cards that are like really special to me. Uh, that is, so the first one is going to be a 2015 Topps Dynasty. Um, I love Dynasty guys. I used to have uh, you know a number of them, like a lot of them, like actually probably a quarter or more of the entire print run. And just to kind of give you an idea of what they are, they're actually four flavors of. Uh, dynasty cards and if I remember correctly I think there were one of ones of each of them I think there's four of them maybe there are five 
You know what? I think there are actually five different 2015 dinosaur, uh, dinosaur <laughs> dynasty can say records. And, you know, for everybody else in 2015 dynasty. So they came in out of 10, out of five, and the one of ones. So there's five one of ones. Uh, there's 25 cards that are serial numbered out of five. And there's 50 that are serial numbered out of 10. The five different types, they actually have different uh, different pictures. So for the most part, what you're going to see in the cards out of 10 is you're going to see real nice patches. That it's They would be considered like a jumbo patch because they're... Uh, probably about twice the size of the of your standard relic hole uh, to see the patch part in. Um, the out of fives are gonna you'll see some that have regular patches. You'll see some that have sleeve patches. Uh, for Conseco, for example, you'll see uh, many pieces of the elephant or something. And some you'll even see patches of uh, 25th anniversary sleeve patch which I've never seen anywhere else before in any other cards uh, the one of ones have uh, either two flavors number one the Rawlings tag or the same uh, pieces from that same 25th anniversary patch uh, the only dynasty card I have at this point and I used to have two of the five one of ones as well as a bunch of the others but um, that was I sold out of those uh, back in 2018, you have the one of ones at least. Um, but, uh, and they're real nice cards. Uh, the only one that I do have right now, though, is the out of five uh, that has a real nice patch of the 25th anniversary. Now, to me, that might mean just as much, if not as much, uh, or more perhaps, you know, from some of the other one of ones uh, dynasties because uh, I don't have. You know, there's there's no other 25th anniversary uh, uh, patches of Kinseiko that I know of that I've ever seen, other than inside the Dynasty product. I think there was one other out of five that I saw, which, by the way, out of five, I've seen a, a Rawlings tag out of five as well. Um, but uh, anyways, and then two of the one of ones have that 25th anniversary. So, you know, real real nice patch. Um, if that were a regular patch or regular jersey might not be in my collection right now uh, but the fact that it's a very special type of patch really excites me you know to the point that I have it so uh, the next one is a 2003 flare uh, I think it's called sweet spot classic greats if I remember something like that it's an oversized card I think it's like a five by eight or something and it's got a jumbo piece of the patch of the 1989 World Series uh, the vast majority of those cards, it's serial numbered regularly too. And I've seen uh, the other side of the patch opened on camera from a box or anything as well. And, uh, you know, really, really neat piece. Now, the vast majority of them have like just regular patches or white swatches. Uh, those pieces, uh, that A&R World Series patch means everything to me. So it's really great to be able to see that. And, and if so if somebody said, hey, you know, Tanner, I'll give you $1,000 for that card, it wouldn't make sense to me to, to take. Now, if somebody offered me a plain swatch card of that for $10, I'd say, no, I'm not interested, <laughs> you know, because it's all about that, that little area. Now, of course, those are more jumbo, um, but still, it's, it's pretty interesting. Same thing goes for, um, there's one more that I was going to tell you about. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, uh, it's a National Treasures card. 
and it's a uh, 2019 if I remember correctly I actually landed it on Thanksgiving um, this one has a little added meaning because somebody decided to try to backdoor this uh, from me and try to uh, pay four times as much and meet the person in person to get it from from them before they could ship it to me so uh, I'm very thankful that this is here instead of the other person's collection because um, I was just wrong but anyway uh, so uh, it's a, a Rawlings tag card but it's probably I don't know if guys I don't know if there's like another cooler card that it could go that that could be a, that could have a Rawlings tag for Conseco it's part of a game worn rookie jersey um, really cool. It's just such a neat card. Um, and it's to the point where uh, having one type of a card in my collection, like a Rawlings tag, for instance, satisfies me to the point where a lot of these other cards that, that have the other Rawlings tags, they don't really appeal to me as much because it's like, well, I've already got what might be the best Rawlings tag in Seiko card ever. Um, you know, so, and there's, I think they'll probably eventually another one will surface and they'll probably pass this one up in, in, in due time as well uh, it's that's just because like I was talking about the bat barrels and knobs it happens that's that's progress they're going to continue to try to outdo themselves uh, more and more but for now I, I just don't see uh, there being anything else that's cooler as far as rolling tax cards go for Conseco it's a it's unlicensed for sure but the part that I am excited about is the actual uh, is the actual relic portion itself, which is so so incredibly neat. Um, now they made some that were out of ninety nine, that were out of tens, and those cards are really cool too. Don't get me wrong; I mean, I, I think they're really neat cards. But again, I don't have any of those in my collection. I have this Rawlings tag card in my collection. It's the only one that I ever really need for the rest of the set unless I wanted to go for the rainbow or something and I had the rainbow at one point in the past but you know I looked at it, I go you know what these cards are just going to go in a box I'm not going to display them like my Rawlings tag so why would I really need them um, and that's kind of the philosophy that I've taken and that's actually been part of the reason I haven't really gone on any of the other uh, leaf cards that have the Rawlings tags in there uh, right now and they're they're nice looking cards they really are but I'm just looking at my shelf and I go, well, I'm not sure if I really have uh, justification to pay the kind of money that they're selling for and uh, and put one of them on the shelf, on my shelf, on my display shelf. You know, I just don't think I can do it with those. Um, so, but they're, you know, again, they're real nice cards and the owners are going to love them, no doubt. I'm sure I would love it too if I, if I got one also, but I just don't see... Uh, that dethroning any of the other cards I have on my shelf right now that are that are sitting up there. So, uh, but you know, again, it's really kind of funny seeing this little three quarters of an inch, uh, a square inch of material. Uh, how collectors go wild over that! Like, if you're not a baseball card collector or a sports card collector or whatever, and you hear this, that probably sounds like the most insane thing ever. Like, really? You're gonna care about a little piece of material that's got a letter on it or something, and you're willing to pay like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars for it or something. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense um, from the outside looking in. And I guess that's part of the lunacy of it all, right? That's part of our obsession. We see things like this that clicks with us, that we love, and we are willing to pay good, good money uh, because of these little extra 
you know, little differences or weird things. Like maybe there's a, a piece of the player in the MLB logo or something that that shows up in the in that little relic window. And people are thinking, that's nuts. That's insane. Why would anybody pay a premium? But like you guys, like y'all know me, that clicks with me. I completely get it. I completely understand. Uh, so it's just kind of funny uh, how we as collectors think and how we get excited. And it makes you wonder also uh, if other collectors out there weren't excited about this stuff, would we be excited as much as we are? I think it kind of goes hand in hand a little bit, doesn't it? Because uh, if you see things that are going for more money, that readjusts your thinking uh, and your perception of what something's worth, because you know perception is reality, um, and it's really interesting when you start when you start thinking of, of it that way. Um, so otherwise, if you have a a card that you know you think is worth fifty dollars, and you start seeing multiples of them go for hundreds of dollars, you start thinking, wow. First of all, you go through the thought of like, man, these guys are nuts, and then you might think like, wow, I sure would like to have one of those. I gotta start, you know, saving my pennies and try to get one of these guys here. You know, <laughs> it's really kind of funny how that works sometimes for us. But, uh, but anyway, in any event, that's uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens down the road uh, with these uh, patch cards and tag cards. Will they go the way of the swatch, or will they forever be as exciting uh, as they have been in the past few years? I guess we'll uh, we'll find out. Time will tell. Um, but anyways. That's all I have for you tonight. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. I hope you all have a great rest of the weekend.